The Danger of Lying in Bed by Mark Twain. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Read by Dale Grothman. The Danger of Lying in Bed by Mark Twain. The man in the ticket office said, Have an accident insurance ticket also? No, I said, after studying the matter over a little. No, I believe not. I'm going to be traveling by rail all day today. However, tomorrow I don't travel. Give me one for tomorrow. The man looked puzzled. He said, But it is for accident insurance, and if you're going to travel by rail... If I'm going to travel by rail, I shan't need it. Lying at home in bed is the thing I'm afraid of. I had been looking into this matter. Last year I traveled 20,000 miles, almost entirely by rail. The year before I traveled over 25,000 miles, half by sea, half by rail. And the year before that I traveled in the neighborhood of 10,000 miles, exclusively by rail. I suppose if I put in all the little odd journeys here and there, I may say I have traveled 60,000 miles during the three years I have mentioned, and never had an accident. For a good while, I said to myself every morning, Now I have escaped thus far, and so the chances are just that much increased that I shall catch it this time. I will be shrewd and buy an accident ticket. And to a dead moral certainty I drew a blank and went to bed that night without a joint started or a bone splintered. I got tired of the sort of daily bother and fell to buying accident tickets that were good for a month. I said to myself, A man can't buy thirty blanks in one bundle. But I was mistaken. There was never a prize in the lot. I could read of railway accidents every day. The newspaper atmosphere was foggy with them, but somehow they never came my way. I found that I had spent a good deal of money in the accident business and had nothing to show for it. My suspicions were aroused, and I began to hunt around for somebody who had won in this lottery. I found plenty of people who had invested, but not an individual that had ever had an accident or made a cent. I stopped buying accident tickets and went to ciphering. The result was astonishing. The peril lay not in traveling, but in staying at home. I hunted up statistics and was amazed to find that after all the glaring newspaper headlines concerning railroad disasters, less than 300 people had really lost their lives by those disasters in the preceding 12 months. The Erie Road was set down as the most murderous in the list. It had killed 46, or 26. I do not exactly remember which, but I know the number was double that of any other road. But the fact straightaway suggested itself that the Erie was an immensely long road, and did more business than any other line in the country. So the double number of killed ceased to be a matter for surprise. By further figuring, it appeared that between New York and Rochester, the Erie ran eight passenger trains each way, each day, 
16 altogether, and carried an average of 6,000 persons. That is about a million in six months, the population of New York City. Well, the Erie kills from 13 to 23 people of its million in six months, and in the same time, 13,000 of New York's million die in their beds. My flesh crept. My hair stood on end. This is appalling, I said. The danger isn't in traveling by rail, but in trusting to those deadly beds. I will never sleep in a bed again. I had figured on considerably less than one-half the length of the Erie Road. It was plain that the entire road must transport at least eleven or twelve thousand people per day. There are many short roads running out of Boston that do fully half as much, a great many such roads. There are many roads scattered around the Union that do prodigious passenger business. Therefore, it is fair to presume that an average of 2,500 passengers a day for each road in the country would be almost correct. There are 846 rail lines in our country, and 846 times 2,500 are 2,115,000. So the railways of America move more than 2 millions of people each day, 650 millions of people a year, without counting the Sunday. They do that too, there is no question about it though where they get the raw materials is clear beyond the jurisdiction of my arithmetic, for I have hunted the census through and through, and I find that there is not that many people in the United States, by a matter of six hundred and ten millions, at the very least. They must use some of the same people over again. Likely. San Francisco is one-eighth as populous as New York, there are sixty deaths a week in the former and five hundred a week in the latter if they have luck that is thirty one hundred and twenty deaths a year in san francisco and eight times as many in new york say about twenty five thousand or twenty six thousand the health of the two places is the same so we will let it stand as a fair presumption that this will hold good all over the country and that consequently Twenty-five thousand out of every million of people we have must die each year. That amounts to one-fourteenth of our total population. One million of us, then, die annually. Out of this million, ten or twelve thousand are stabbed, shot, drowned, hanged, poisoned, or meet a similar violent death in some other popular way, such as perishing by kerosene lamp, are hoop-skirt conflagrations, getting buried in coal mines, falling off housetops, breaking through church or lecture-room floors, taking patent medicines, or committing suicide in other forms. The Erie Railroad kills 23 to 46, and the other 845 railroads kill an average of one-third of a man each, and the rest of that million amounting in an aggregate to that appalling figure of 987,631 corpses, die naturally in their beds. You will excuse me from taking any more chances on those beds. The railroads are good enough for me. 
and my advice to all people is don't stay at home any more than you can help but when you have got to stay at home a while buy a package of those insurance tickets and sit up nights you cannot be too cautious one can see now why i answered that ticket agent in the manner recorded at the top of this sketch the moral of this composition is that thoughtless people grumble more than is fair about railroad management in the united states when we consider that every day and night of the year full fourteen thousand railway trains of various kinds freighted with life and armed with death go thundering over the land the marvel is not that they kill three hundred human beings in a twelve month but that they do not kill three hundred times three hundred the end of the danger of lying in bed by mark twain